Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm your host, Chaplain Gray. This series of episodes is titled, A Special Strength. And we'll be taking a look at the first responders and those who work to protect and to serve their communities. It's a calling to work these stressful jobs. I'm talking about those who work in the Emergency Communications Center, those we sometimes call the dispatchers. I'm talking about the men and women of the emergency medical services, the fire and rescue personnel, the highway patrol, detention center officers, city police and county sheriff's departments. There are DNR officers, campus police. The list can go on. We know they are pushed to the limit and that they have to deal with all sorts of emotional and spiritual stress. In this series, we will talk about how first responders handle this stress and how we as a community can support these everyday heroes. If you are a part of the first responder community, we welcome you to join us each week. When you are at 100%, our community is safer. We want to support you and encourage you. We want to strengthen you. Let's listen in to this week's conversation with my special guest. I hope you were able to listen in to last week's episode as we kicked off our new series, A Special Strength. This is part two, and we'll listen in to the last half of my conversation with my friend and former sheriff of Henderson County, North Carolina, George Irwin. We'll get to prayer because I know prayer is an obvious way that we can support uh, this first responder community, but what other ways that, that a, a community can, can support those men and women in these critical jobs? What are, what are some things that, that come to mind? How can, what can we do to help and support them? Well, what we found, uh, Gray, is uh, one of my objectives when I became sheriff uh, was the, uh, I wanted to reach out to the community. Uh, mm-hmm. you, know, you, hear, you hear the fancy term community policing. Right. Well, my my term was policing by the community, that okay. we could not be everywhere all the time. Uh-huh. But if you helped us as a community, we could police the community together. So right. that's why okay. we started our volunteer program. Uh, we brought in citizen volunteers. Uh, we trained mm-hmm. them. We started a sheriff's citizens academy to let them understand mm-hmm. and see and know everything about the sheriff's office. Many of those mm-hmm. came in. And at one time, we had like 165 total volunteers at the sheriff's office. Wow. And they took on jobs that the officers didn't have to get tired. They did our funeral escorts for us. They did our fingerprinting Mm -hmm. for us for our concealed carry permits. Uh, They helped Mm -hmm. us with courthouse security. They helped us with traffic control uh, out here at community events that that Mm -hmm. I didn't have to tie officers on. Officers could, could go out here and be proactive while the volunteers were taking on these other responsibilities. Of course, we didn't just turn them right. loose. We trained them. But sure, they got sure. to see the officers, and they basically adopted the officers. We implemented a ride-along mm-hmm. program. And mm-hmm. and I, I, we had one couple, I remember, that every Friday night, their date night, 
was to ride with officers. So mm-hmm. The husband mm-hmm. would ride with one officer. The wife would ride with another officer. And then they would okay. take the officers when it came dinner time to dinner. Okay. And they would okay. buy the officers dinner for them. That was their date that? night to go out with the mm-hmm. officers. Mm-hmm. And, and wow. it's for people to see what the officer sees looking out the window of that patrol car. Right. And right. most people can't see out there. They they have this vision of what happens on law enforcement uh, on you're television. Right. right. You know, right. but it, it's different when you're sitting in that car and you're looking out the window and you're hearing that radio mm-hmm. and you're seeing it for yourself. It's a totally That's different. That's right. Now, we didn't, you know, if we, they went on a call, you know, they stayed in the car. We didn't expose them right. to anything that they could get harmed right. or anything. And, and you try not to send them on calls that would be a bad call because you got, right. you know, 10, 12, 14 other cars that can handle those kind of calls. Sure. But sure. it was to, right. to educate. The public just needs right. to be educated. And mm-hmm. and, it's, and, mm-hmm. and I'm proud to say that the program I implemented in 94, the volunteer program and the Sheriff Citizens Academy is still going strong in Henderson County. And mm, thankfully, that? I was blessed that deputies that work with me through the years have become sheriffs. Uh, our sheriff mm-hmm. now, Lowell Griffin. Sure. Uh, Lowell was my bomb tech. He was one of my bomb okay. techs on our explosive ordinance team. Sheriff McDonald, mm-hmm. who preceded him, was uh, was one of my captains. Uh, you know, okay. and so so we've been blessed that we've got continuity within the organization, and they've right. helped a lot of right. these programs going. That's super. That's super. Well, I just think about, um, you know, uh, anytime I see an officer go by, I mean, I, I, I can't see and recognize them by Facebook, you know, through the window or whatever, but I just find myself waving at them. You know, it's just a gesture. It's a, it's a, hey, how you doing? It's just a wave. And, and I, you know, whether they can see me or not, I don't know, but, but it makes me feel like, hey, man, I'm acknowledging this guy over here, uh, as he goes by. It's kind of like, you know, people going through my neighborhood. You know, we wave at each other. It's just, it's yep. just a simple gesture. So, um, I, I, I like doing that. And, and you're right, George. I, when I first started riding, uh, with the deputies here in my, in my role as chaplain, um, you know, uh, you, you immediately figure out, wow, this, this is, most people have no clue. <laughs> most people have no clue as to what goes on. And, um, uh, and they don't. Just, and, just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, well, and another thing, you know, that, that people forget is that when it comes to a death notification, I remember sure. when I was a deputy, and I'd never been trained on how to go tell somebody that their their son had just been killed in a car accident. Sure. And I, I was sent out to make a death notification. I, how do I do yeah. this? How do I tell somebody right. that their loved one is no longer on the face of the earth? And, right. you know, right. and so... You know, the good thing about the chaplain's program, the chaplains were involved in that, and our victim mm-hmm, services mm-hmm. director would usually go with them, and it took that pressure off of that deputy. And the right, chaplain's right. program uh, is an essential part uh, of our organization, and, and it still mm-hmm. is an essential part of the organization. You know, mm-hmm. and you, you talked about, about prayer, Gray, and, uh, you know, the Bible tells us that we should pray mm-hmm, constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. could be in fervent right. prayer. You fervent prayer, and right. and and so we started a program we called Shield the Badge, mm-hmm. and what we did is we asked churches, members of churches, to take a deputy, and a dispatcher, a detention officer, any employee, even the civilian employees in the because mm-hmm. people forget mm-hmm. about those 
who are the support staff to take right, right. one person in the sheriff's office and and pray for them on a daily basis. And and our chaplains mm-hmm. coordinated the program and you know send them a birthday card or send them a thank you card. Just stay in touch with them. Just at, every now and sure. then, not constantly, to let them know somebody right. out here was thinking about them, praying for them, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and and supporting them. And, and of right. course, right. you know, I remember when the, the our lead chaplain came in, and I just asked him. I said, uh, "Roy, I got a question." He said, "What's that, <laughs> sheriff?" And I said. I just need to know, did anybody take my name to sign up? <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, yeah. That's you right. got somebody praying for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, we got <laughs> But the we got is, it made them feel good to know that. And we, we had that mm-hmm. shield of badge uh, prominently displayed uh, mm-hmm. to, to where the deputies could see it. But, but even having done that, uh, a citizen complained about that because we had a scripture about prayer. Underneath mm-hmm. the, the the logo, the badge, and it had a badge okay. with praying hand. And and I thought I'm not moving that. And my staff right. attorney right. said, "Well, sheriff, really, you know, they can sue and this, that, and the other." And I said, "This is just wrong." And he said, right. "The bottom line is, it's in a public area. If you move that mm-hmm. down to the roll call area, where all the officers mm-hmm. have roll call, it's no problem." I said, "I'm against it, but if it'll do, <laughs> we're not leaving it out of the sheriff's office." Right, because these right. officers need wow. to know this. That's right. So, That's right. But but you know, it, it, you're you're in a, a unique situation as a chaplain, and mm-hmm. you're in a position uh, any chaplain is to not only uh, help them spiritually in their faith, right? But right. But just to be there for a sounding board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Very true. Well, now, George, I, you know, obviously, if people are going to pray for our first responders, you know, uh, praying for their protection is is probably the first thing that comes to their mind, because we obviously want God to to place His shield around them so that no harm would come to them. But what are some other things specifically that we can be praying for for a first responder? What are what are appropriate things to to be to be asking the Lord to to, to shower uh, upon them? Uh, through, through our prayers. Well, you know, I think you're right, Gray. Number one is protect them, shield them in mm-hmm. your armor, Father, uh, and protect right. them from evil that is in society today. Uh, mm-hmm. But also to give them wisdom to make right. the right decisions because right. they're going to make life and death decisions in a split second. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be those that uh, want to criticize that split second mm-hmm. decision that we're not there with them at that time. Right. Right. And and so I, I would pray for protection and wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'll lift up their family, give them strength, let them be supported mm-hmm. and loved by their family, and give their leaders uh-huh. the wisdom to lead. Right. Right. Yeah, I've been talking with some of the uh uh the, the officers, the sergeants and I talked with the captain the other day and he said, you know, I spend most of my time on the phone, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, the burdens of, of that leadership role and, and the sergeant and, and these, these teams, you know, they're kind of the first guy up to back up that deputy on the road, you know, that sergeant, man, he's covering a lot of ground. And um, so, you know, and I, and I think it's probably the same thing with the EMS guys, you know, those guys that are supervisors, they have a burden of leadership. And, and I think I, I appreciate you 
you know, point that out that the, these guys we've got to we've got to pray for their leadership skills and and their abilities to to do those things. So um, that's great. Well, George, I got one last question for you, and that that is a, not really a question, but um, you know, I'm hoping that that some members of the first responder community will be listening in uh, to this, you know, and and I just want to ask you what what message would you have for them, their families today is as they're listening into this podcast, what what would you what words of encouragement would you give to them? I would tell them to just always remember that uh, you know you have a servant's heart uh, when you're in, involved in uh, public safety, uh, whether mm-hmm. you're a paramedic, whether you're a law enforcement uh, officer, whether you're uh, a firefighter, uh, a 911 dispatcher, a detention officer. Uh, you know, you've got to have a servant's heart. And mm-hmm. to those in detention, just remember the people that are in your custody under our Constitution are innocent until they're proven guilty. Right. And to always right. remember that you treat everybody with dignity and respect. Everyone mm-hmm. with dignity mm-hmm. and respect as long as they'll allow it. And mm-hmm. another thing that I tried to always impress on our officers, and, and I would tell these, these folks today, that when you leave your jurisdiction and you mm-hmm. go to another jurisdiction, you're just Joe Blow citizen like everybody else. That badge doesn't mm-hmm. give you special privileges. It doesn't uh, give you the right to do various things, and you are mm-hmm. Joe Blow citizen. Mm-hmm. So everything that that right. citizen uh, in uh, Greenwood, South Carolina, is subjected mm-hmm. to, you are, whether you're from Hendersonville or wherever you're from. So just remember, right. and, and all eyes are upon you, that when you do something, mm-hmm. Not only is it a, f- a reflection on you, it's a reflection on your uh, reflection on your entire organization, your family, and and if if you are a Christian, it's mm-hmm. a reflection on your faith. That's right. That's right. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, guys, George, I sure have enjoyed uh, talking with you, and uh, very insightful into into many of these topics, and uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, I, uh, I remember fondly my days in uh, Hendersonville and working with you and uh, Chief Donnie Parks and uh, Eddie Watkins and some of those folks uh, brings back a lot of good memories. And uh, I always thought very highly of you, and I, I certainly uh, uh, respect you and, and the role that you played uh, for so many people. And uh, I think you remain a, a great example and a, and a light in a, in a sometimes very dark world. So thank you very much for joining me. Well, Gray, it's an honor and privilege, and, and believe me, uh, the feelings are mutual. Uh, you know, and, and the thing about it is, you know, when you were in Henderson County, we knew we could all call on one another no matter what time of day it was or whatever position we had. We were always going to be there for one another, and that's what Absolutely. we all need to remember. We're God's creation, and none of us is that's better right. than the next person because we can be humbled in a second. Honor and privilege. Thank you very much for allowing me to participate. Thank you once again for joining us today on Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries. Please tune in next week as we continue our series titled A Special Strength. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can easily find us. Remember, His steadfast love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Gray.